Watered down truth is so uncouth. And relationships take work, so don't be a jerk. It's the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, episode 283. Hey there, Tony here. How you doing? Hey, you got a little Christmas hangover? And I, by that, I don't mean anything to do with drinking. I mean, you know, the, the leftover residual feeling from shopping madness and gift giving and tearing open the packages and all that. Or maybe you didn't do that. Maybe you just concentrated on tons of food and whatever it is. Are you kind of coming down from that now? I know most of America is and maybe a whole lot of the world. But uh, I've got a couple of topics that I'm going to talk about. So this is sort of like a, a double edition uh, of the, this is a fatter double edition of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. And you heard me talk about watered down truth. I'll just start with that because I'm going to share the watered down truth with you. Yep. But in a good way. Oh, there's a good way to share watered down truth, you ask? Well, yeah. And if you'll just stick with me, I think you'll find it pretty darn interesting. Okay. Now, if you're an adult, or, you know, at least you resemble one in physical size and stature, you probably already know there's a lot of water on our good old planet Earth. In fact, Earth is about 70% covered in water. That's almost three-fourths. 75% would be three-fourths for those of you who went to public school. Anyway, uh, and that means only about one-fourth of the planet is made of something you can actually walk around on. I mean, unless you're Jesus, he, he could walk on all of it. Well, how did our planet get so watered down? You know, it's soggy. Well, evolution says our planet was formed from a swirling cloud of dust and gas. But if that's the case, then almost no water should be found basically within five astronomical units from the sun. And one astronomical unit is the average uh, distance between the earth and the sun. So just to give you an idea, water shouldn't be found in five times that distance. Well, that's what Dr. Walt Brown in his book uh, described it. That's the way he described it. And that's because the sun would have been able to basically vaporize and solar winds would just send it to the four corners of the universe. Now, that's my completely unique description. That's not Walter Brown's, Dr. Walt Brown's. Um, anyway. Uh, let me get back to it. And yet the, the fact that we have so much water on our little blue planet is pretty much undeniable. Unless you live, you know, in the middle of America or the middle of your continent, wherever you happen to be listening to this, and you've never seen the ocean, so therefore you don't believe it exists, well, maybe there's a slight problem for you. But don't take my word for it. Go to Google Earth if you can't do anything else. You'll see uh, planet Earth is basically a water planet. But where did so much water come from? Well, referring to Dr. Walt Brown again, he presents what uh, I would say is the most viable explanation you're going to find, and he calls it the hydroplate theory. It's real cool. If you go to my website, tonyfunderburk.com forward slash watered down truth, you can scroll down a little bit there and you'll see a really cool global flood and hydroplate video. Um... I forgot how, forgot what the timing is on it. Let me see if I can bring that up here real quick. While it's loading, I'll talk about how I don't want you to just drink the watered-down science Kool-Aid, okay? Do you know what I'm talking about, the science Kool-Aid? Well, there it comes. There it comes. It's, uh, it is, as I look at this, it is three-hour, so three-hour video. I didn't realize 
didn't remember it being that long. Well, uh, but that's what it's saying. Anyway, there's a whole lot of cool stuff in that video. But uh, let me get back to my point here. Don't drink the watered-down science Kool-Aid. And um, also, and by that, by that I mean the typical science community, don't drink that, okay? And uh, don't take my word for it. Or don't even take the word of scientists. Test the evidence. See where it leads. And let that take you to truth. And my guess is that it'll take you to the truth. In the case of the hydroplate theory... It's the watered-down truth. Am I uncouth for saying it that way? Nah. Okay, uh, I'm going to play this little segue song, and I'll be back for another topic in just a minute, talking about relationships. So stay tuned. I want the everlasting work of art Not just on canvas, but engraved in the heart I need the everlasting scale of work that's the only way to perfect peace on earth Everlasting Everywhere is everlasting Everywhere I look for everlasting holy clues To steal myself through all the negative news I dream the everlasting white-eyed stuff but I'm still 
Okay, I hope you enjoyed that. I'm not going to talk about the song this time because I want to get right back into the uh, topics. And this particular topic that I'm talking about uh, next is about relationships. You recall at the beginning of the, the intro, I said relationships take work, so don't be a jerk. Now, I'm not insinuating that as I talk about this, that the people I mentioned are jerks. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I, I like my uh, titles to rhyme. You know, it's the Rhyme and Reason podcast. So I like them to rhyme and, hey, you know, I, there's, there are jerks in relationships. But I'm not saying that's the case here. So rather than me being vague, I'll just get right into it because I was recently listening to an episode of Grant Cardone's podcast, The Cardone Zone. And I love that podcast. I mean, he is full on an entrepreneur, business owner, uh, steeped in real estate, multi-millionaire, multi-multi. He's working toward his billion, I think. And it's real fun to listen to. I don't listen to every one of them because there are uh, things that he talks about with people on there that it's just not my interest. But I do like his work ethic and I do like what he's got going on in real estate. And he definitely knows how to make money. And you know, if you haven't checked that out, uh, I recommend it. If you are on iTunes, and I think he's on several other places too, just look for the Cardone Zone. It's like Cardone, C-A-R-D-O-N-E, the Cardone Zone. And anyway, on this recent episode, he was talking with his wife, Elena, about the holidays. And um, his podcast, like I said, it comes out just about, I think most, it comes out most days, daily. And then they, the two of them, they share a podcast weekly on what they call the G&E Show. And Grant asked Elena for her wish list for the holidays. And it was easy to hear how difficult was, it was for him to just really listen to her list. It was difficult. He kept chiming in. And as well as they apparently work together, they definitely have some issues. Um, and that's because relationships take work. Uh, not just your financial providing work, your actual work on and in the relationships. Now, here's why I bring it up. Like I say, relationships take work, but they also take your will. The first human relationship that God ever created, and yes, he did create it, was the husband-wife relationship. One man and one woman. And next to the relationship in the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, no other relationship is as important. Sorry. If you think that it's all about your kids or it's all about your grandparents, or I'm sorry, those are not the second most important relationship. That's between a man and a wife. And no other relationship is as meaningful and fulfilling. Not your relationship with your friends or your kids or your dog. As much as those are great and as important as they are, uh, they're just not as important as the husband-wife relationship. And when I say relationships take work and your will, it couldn't be more true than for you and your spouse. I mean, you might have noticed men, men and women are extremely different. Hope you noticed that. I know there's a lot of people out there trying to blend it all together. But sorry, you can't be gender neutral. You know what uh, God says about the neutral position? It's the worst. Well, that difference between men and women can break a relationship into pieces without an act of your will to love your wife or your husband as you'd like them to love you. It takes an act of your will. Very often, it takes an act 
of your will beyond what you're feeling. Because you might be feeling like, I don't even want to see this person. I wish they would just shut up. It's just how it is between men and women because we're so diverse. We're so different. Now, speaking from the man's perspective, since that's what I am, I can tell you there's nothing more confounding, confusing, or conflicting than a woman. I can also say there's nothing more refreshing, more relevant, or more rewarding than the love of a woman. But the love doesn't just magically appear. It takes work. And oftentimes, that work requires an act of your will because you just don't feel like doing it. Now, your will is a gift from God. So it's important, I think, you should consider looking to Him for how to use your will. When you get to heaven, you are going, aren't you? Um, When you get there, God won't be looking at a ledger showing the vast or meager amounts of wealth you acquired for your family. All the riches of the earth are like tiny grains of dust to Him. I mean, all you need to do to find out what's important to God is read His Word. You'll discover His three most important ingredients for healthy relationships. You know what those are? This is deep now, and this is, you know, I hope you can get this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to boil it down, all right? Faith, hope, and love. That's the three most important ingredients for healthy relationships. And you'll see how love tops the list when you read the Bible. Even though it comes last in that phrase, faith, hope, and love, there's another little section there that says, and the greatest of these is love. And God shows you how he wants you to use it. Now, getting back to Grant, my hope for Grant Cardone is that he'll see how his relationships with his wife and kids are far more important than how many more deals he can deliver. No amount of money will ever equal the time investment that he makes or doesn't make in those relationships. Ironically, he's always talking about how you have to build trust for those client relationships and those deals. And yet, all those deals are just an exchange of money for products and services and information. They're all temporary. But investing lots more time in your loved ones, that can provide a huge payoff with potential eternal benefits. So even though relationships take work, and sometimes a ton of it, that shouldn't be something that would scare Grant. He's a hard worker. God wants you to put that work in your relationships above all else. And he's written a thorough manual on how to do it. We call it the Bible. I suggest you make it an act of your will to start reading it right away. That does it for this double edition of the Rhyme Reason podcast. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have the rest of 2018, what's left of it, a couple days left of it as I record this. I hope it's uh, going out in a good, strong way for you, getting you all pumped and ready for 2019. And um, I'll see you next time, Lord willing, in the creek don't rise. And until then, remember, this is Tony reminding you that Life has rhyme and reason because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason.